0: Lane, you teleport with some probably uh, frantic or anxious feeling onto this stone platform that you have been to uh, a couple of times now, Mm -hmm. and you're in this forest. Uh, It's kind of like uh, an abandoned structure, but the paint that's on this flat stone circle is new. Um, It's not as old as the ruins around it. Right. You just were able to avoid <laughs> uh, a certain certain arrest or uh, some some a certain pain. bolt of
1: lightning to my chest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was not looking good for you. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, Torre, uh had you had you leave real quick? It's so. on my
1: list. On my list.
0: <laughs> you have a list. It's I like Arya Stark. <laughs> exactly. <Tori>. <laughs> Xander. <laughs> Tam. <laughs> Ansel. Exactly.
1: It's getting big, man. Sad name. Cosa. Getting it big.
0: Master Sore. <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, I assume you step down and you head toward your base. Yes.
1: Um, as I proceed on, I'm gonna raise my hand and call for my steed.
0: Yeah. Uh, make the trip a little faster. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: As a hottie appears, I'll leap onto a hottie
0: and yeah. You trot along and you eventually break from the animal trail that you're on because you don't have a trail uh, to follow, but you know where to go. And as you trot up to this sort of uh, dead clearing, you move your steed in the right place and the illusion breaks and suddenly you can see the entire fortress.
1: I take in a deep breath and then... (laughs) Sigh, dejectedly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you—you you did not succeed in your mission yet. Um, this might be a mission that takes a while. So, do you remember who you were going to talk to, or like who you were going to ask about next? Because I think you hit a dead end.
1: Well, I. This was. Um, this is half of my of my lead. I, I had gotten a lot of information out of Jotali, so. and an arm um (laughs) we won't
0: get into that that.
1: (laughs) um so my my next step after kind of reporting here would be to go to uh morty um that was the other location if they're not in this area but i should explore Rooklyn. so um after checking in here at hq i should there
0: okay yeah i'll give you i'll give you a couple of options for sure okay so, do you just leave your horse outside? I'm assuming.
1: Well, no. Um, I would, I would think a hottie is comfortable enough on the premises. Just in case, like if I go into a building, yeah. you know, that's too small or you know too small for a huge animal to. I'll dismount. But
0: yeah, uh, it's kind of like, um, not exactly, but it's a little bit like a big ring, um, where the a lot of the structure is around this outside ring and then in the middle there's some like garden area and i don't think it's been tended to
1: okay
0: in quite a while so it's probably pretty overgrown um there's like a couple trees in there some sort of magic keeps the rest of the place from crumbling and it's not like worn down or anything um it's just that it's fairly old Okay. And uh, yeah, I think you would be able to walk um, Jotali through, or not Jotali. Through, <laughs> a, a, wait, what's your horse's name again? Ahadi. Ahadi. You had to go with the similar syllables to Jotali, didn't you? And, and um, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it again, too. You um, leave Ahadi to walk and wander the hallways. Do you want to report straight into, like, Exus or do you want to go um, talk? To somebody else?
1: I would prefer, is Azor here? He's here at this location, right?
0: Um, Yeah, I think that he's in and out, and you would have to probably ask somebody to see if he was here first. Um, I mean, you could go straight to his office, but I think that most of the time it's closed. right? And not necessarily spoken about that this is a direct rule, but probably you need permission to go waltzing in.
1: Very true. I would definitely follow those rules to a T, so I will, I will yeah. make my way to Exus.
0: Okay, you find Exus, and he is playing uh, a game with Emily, and they, they are, uh, they've kind of cleared some old tiling uh, on the outside of uh, one of these like open areas in the middle and they've cleared like these piles of tiling off to the side they are they have these small paddles and they're hitting this ball uh, against a wall back and forth
1: i proceed up to them with my arms crossed a time to play is it
0: they uh they're going pretty hard this ball's bouncing between them
1: Ooh, i want to try to catch it i want (laughs) to catch it as it goes between
0: them (laughs) you're gonna okay wait you're gonna get in their way yeah that might not go okay all right um so it goes back and forth between them so who who are you gonna catch it between um after m hits it Exos gets it and he hits it as it's going
1: to emily i'm going to catch it
0: she swings at the air where it was gonna go and she turns around and is mad you asshole
1: it's like oh that's usually not the name you call
0: me and she pushes you (laughs) (laughs) you know what s i give us the ball we're playing you can piss off your wounds healed so quickly. You're playing now. You do notice that as she's breathing heavily, she's uh, putting her hand like right on her side. Clearly, she should probably not be doing this. You know there are wound wrappings under her shirt.
1: Right. Emily, you should take this time to rest. It wouldn't do any good for us. This, it's none of your business. It wouldn't do any good for us, Emily, if you to take another injury playing childish games.
0: Exus, who is breathing heavily, says, What have you found, S? Obviously, you're here to report back. I throw the ball. (laughs) 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 I look back at him. Okay, so I think Emily serves it, but Exus is staring at you, and he lets the ball go.
1: I do my soldier salute. Information was gathered, but...
0: Information? That's it? Of course. Well, you're just back so soon.
1: Well, it didn't go... Exactly, according to plan.
0: Well, that seems to happen to you a lot, S. Yes.
1: I might carry a temper.
0: What do you want to tell him?
1: I don't like coming my tail between my legs. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so I may have made enemies of a certain faction in Firelight.
0: Uh, Emily also is listening to you at, at this point.
1: Does the name Torre ring a bell?
0: He looks a bit surprised, and then both skeptical and angry. um, You see those kind of hit his face and his purple skin around his uh, horns wrinkles, and he says, "Did you do something to Torre? He's an important contact of ours."
1: I kind of cross my arms and look away a bit, and like, if that upset you,
0: did he? Did he know you were one of us?
1: No, he's not aware who I'm aligned to. Actually, he thinks that. I'm aligned with those heretics, which may or may not be a good thing. It could lead us to them sooner.
0: That's probably fine as long as you don't see him again.
1: Ah, and one other thing. Uh, The informant, Jotali.
0: Yes, what about Jotali? How important was she? She was a useful contact, but not much more. Why?
1: Well, that's good, because she won't be very helpful anymore with having just one arm. But aside from that, I believe... Everything is...
0: Did she know... Did she know that you were with us? No,
1: actually. I was pretty good about Are her... you
0: sure? Because she... She works for Tore. So if she knows, then he will find out. And we cannot afford to lose that relationship. Well... If you need to go clean up, that's fine. Dirtali is not important to us, but Tore must remain where he is, in the position he is. Huh. I hope you did not damage the relationship... What other information do you have? Did you find the heretics?
1: I have one other great lead for where the heretics... If they're not anywhere in...
0: Emily interrupts you. You know, X, maybe I should be doing this. You know, I'm fine. I'm not hurt that much.
1: I quickly strike towards where her injury is but not to hit it, just to see how she reacts to
0: it. Yeah, she flinches and steps back a bit. What's your problem?
1: Now, imagine if you were in a combat situation, Emily. That could be devastating.
0: She crosses her arms and doesn't say anything else. I wink at her. You've made your point. What have you found?
1: After Rooklyn, if the heretics are not there, I will proceed my
0: search to... Wait, you've lost track of them entirely? They were just in Firelight. They left... Firelight two
1: days ago. So that does put us behind them. So I have leads. With those, I will continue my search. After possibly cleaning up the mess, made Tali.
0: It would not be a waste of time for you to talk to Rhodos. He may be able to give you a little more information. He uh he is familiar with some of them.
1: So Rhodos,
0: um, I think Emily is like takes grabs a towel and starts to wipe her head, and then she like. Tosses the ball back to Exus and uh, walks away from there, yeah.
1: I might go talk to Emily. So I'm, I'm making my list here. So, Rotos, clean up. You're going to follow her? Yeah, I'll follow Emily. I'm going to see if I can have words.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting, waiting on you to decide what you want to do.
1: Oh, I'm going to go speak with Emily first.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So you follow her out, and she notices you following, and she's like, You know what, S, I'm just, I'm kind of sick of the way that you treat me.
1: Is not wanting you to die a terrible way to treat someone.
0: Another Dragon Club member is walking by in the opposite direction. You guys are kind of walking down one of these hallways. This grey skinned, black haired, white horned tiefling. Whoa. So his eyes are also tinted pretty white all the way through. Is walking by. He once he gets to where he's about to pass you, he like turns on his heel and spins around and he goes, Oh S, what did you uh, what'd you do to piss off Emily so bad?
1: I look back at him. Uh,
0: she's like, You could piss off too, Q. I look at Q and
1: kinda of shake my head, look back at Emily.
0: <laughs> uh he's like, Oh, she's real mad. <laughs> I said Emily I say, Emily,
1: you should you should take a rest. You just seem very irritable today.
0: You know, S, I don't think that you're being a great friend and I can look out for my own best interest. Q says, Oh, oh you hear that, S. She can look out for herself you're not helping anything and then he cackles i kind of cross
1: my arm and kind of frown at her a little getting ran through with a blade is not taking care of yourself and then being reckless and playing like a child compounds that problem
0: yeah no shit but we had a job to do and the heretic surprised us we were about to leave and the uh the tall uh, the tall human the tan one with black hair he uh he was able to uh, get a sword through me before we could get away. There's nothing really I could have done about it. We were extremely careful. We scoped the place out beforehand. We should have been able to grab the gem and leave, but they surprised us, and they were surprisingly competent.
1: You can't underestimate foes. That's how you get yourself killed. I'm just saying be careful and take time to recover. There's nothing shameful.
0: Both of you piss off. She uh, turns a corner down a hallway, and you know that she's headed toward her living quarters. Q is kind of standing there, stopped with you in the hallway, and he laughs at you. Okay, well, you know, I think I've got better things to do than look at your sad face.
1: I'd rather her be mad at me than dead.
0: (sighs) Ah. There is another dragon club member who uh comes out of the area that Emily had just walked down. It's a human man, just like pale skin, brown hair. Q says, "Hello, darling." They they hold hands. So you would know this person to be L. L's short for Lawrence. Q is short for Quone, and uh Quone's the male tiefling and Lawrence is the human. And L L just says, to "You what would you do?" as this is not the first time you pissed her off. Ah I guess she
1: doesn't like when she's not treated like she's stronger than she is. Huh. I guess there's no way I can word that for it to sound okay.
0: Q says, well, you know, I think we'll leave you to that. <laughs> and uh, they they leave and walk off down a different hallway. <sighs>
1: now, I'm curious about something. Uh-huh. I guess I won't, I'm not going to pressure Emily anymore. But it's good that she's not playing. I just, the buzzkill. <laughs>
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you're totally a buzzkill
1: (laughs) all right now i'm curious do we have so i'm gonna have to collect my gear so would i go to is do i have a chamber here that i would go to like my own
0: yeah i think that you would probably hole up on the other side and probably i'm thinking like there's a tower that nobody was using and that sounds cool to me so I i was just thinking you know you would have this kind of tower to yourself excellent That you could brood in. Yes. I'll
1: have a brooding corner. (laughs) It's just dark and gloomy in just one spot of the wall, and I just just stand there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And you can get your gear, and you can have a rest if you want to.
1: I'm going to proceed into my room, kind of like strike the wall in mild frustration.
0: (sighs) After a little while, you hear a knock on your door.
1: I pause for a moment. Who goes there
0: uh hey it's uh it's Rodos uh X said that uh you were trying to get some more leads,
1: yeah, yeah, come on in
0: he's kind of like gangly um gangly man he's got lank uh shoulder length black hair, kind of a pointy knobbly nose, and he's human yeah human mm-hmm. um he says. Uh, what, what do you want to know? What what did you learn?
1: Well, they took a boat out of Firelight. Uh, the docks that they could have gone to from the direction were either Rooklyn or, well, Osos or um, Morty. So that's the best lead I got. The other information didn't seem to warrant anything. Some small, like, goblins ran on the boat with them. They lost their home when the dragons
0: take. Well, I mean, they could be going to Morty. I, I don't know. Uh, that that dwarf that's with them, uh, X told us told me about her. Um,
1: Heckaba, this one, I pull out
0: the yeah. Heckaba, she she's worked with Master Sword to directly fight against us. Uh, they are part of something that they call uh, the Order of the White Stone. They are uh pretty knowledgeable about where the portals are and where the gems are i don't think they have the location of all of them from what i can tell from the research i've done in the prophecy um they shouldn't know where the gold gem is but they do know that the green gate is in mordi Mm. I don't think they know where the red gate is, and we should have total control over that. Uh, But, you know, maybe I'll let you look for yourself. He pulls out um, the red gem.
1: Okay. Huh.
0: He holds it up in front of you. This might give you some insight.
1: I reach out and take...
0: It feels alive. Uh, It's warmer than it should be. Um, Softball-sized red gem. Uh, It's... Very smooth, and the bottom of it has like a copper claw like wiring that it would be like kind of a platform if you set it down on. Huh, there's like a little dancing silvery light on the inside. Rodos nods at you. What does it do? <laughs> I think that from the lore of what you know about Dragon Club, you've been in it a while, so. Mm-hmm. You would know that Exus is inferring that you're having trouble. Ah. Uh, like more trouble than you're letting on. Right, right. Because they have this red gem and it opens the red portal. They're kind of waiting for the right time to do it. Got it. You would know this, this is like a powerful object. Um, and you would know to kind of search inward toward it with your feelings.
1: Ooh. There's a lot of feelings. Um. <laughs> <laughs> huh okay when you say feelings how slain feels it's like a it's a torrent so um uh-huh. do i have to choose something that
0: i'll be thinking on no okay um uh, i'm not gonna make you do that okay, cool. uh, i'm just <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do kind of what you want here. all right so slain's gonna
1: clasp the gym take a breath <sighs> close his eyes and
0: how far do you reach On a scale from 1 to 10. You know
1: what? Let me just
0: roll a d10. go all the way, Ham? I'm going to roll a
1: d10. No, 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 no. no. no.
0: This has to be... This should be a choice. Uh, okay. (laughs) Do you want to, like, dip a toe? Do you want to, like, commit or, like, go all the way? Like, just tell me on, like, a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being, like, the most.
1: Ooh. It's exciting. I'm a little frustrated right now. So, yeah. You know what? Let's go for broke, man. I'm going to say... Let's go 10, man. Let's
0: just... Let's just go. Okay, you're going to dive into it. You're going to you're going to go with the trust of Rodos and Dragon Club and commit to wielding a power. Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. Going to 10. Okay. Okay. So, the first thing you feel is like what you kind of experience maybe like the first time you get drunk, mm-hmm. where you feel this overwhelming sense of like confidence and possibility. And then you move past that, and you feel down. If your eyes are open, you're not even really seeing anything. Uh,
1: He's keeping his eyes closed. He's just going to
0: pour in. You realize a little too late that you let yourself in too quickly and too much because images and shapes and feelings, some familiar but pass too quickly and some really strange are flying all around you as you're pulled deeper into this red abyss you are looking out and you look at your hands your dwarven hands dwarven. and in one you're holding the red gem and in the other you you're holding up your hand in a gesture and you're looking up at a massive red dragon it's huge and In a Dwarvish language that you completely understand, you say, what's next? And then you're pulled back a ways, and you see Rhodos with the red gem, and you see him kind of like from a third-person perspective, and you see Rhodos being beaten by the very people you're hunting. You see him wielding these huge black ropes, tentacle-like, whipping at the heretics and you see them besting him, and then pushing him down into the sand, and then the gem pushes you out. Whoa! Rudo says, "Did it show you?" Yeah. Make a <laughs> make a investigation check. Okay. It
1: was gonna be an eight plus five, so thirteen.
0: Okay, thirteen beast. it. So you you recognize. That beach as not being the beach of Morty. Hmm. Because that beach had white, yellow sand. Morty's beaches have red sand.
1: Huh. Okay. So I'm going to say, I saw there was a beach with, with like, white and yellow sands.
0: Ruto says, m- m- maybe you shouldn't tell me. If this is, if you feel, feel like I should, if this is private, like, between you and the gem, you don't have to tell me. And you're looking at the face of the person who you just saw his face being shoved into the sand.
1: Ah, oh, I say, Rodos, you were, you were beaten. At that? i want to say it. I, yeah?
0: Okay. <laughs> Before you're able to get that out, you hear a gigantic crash coming from the other side of your door. Oh, crap. You and Rodos turn to look at the door.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Cue the tiefling with white horns, gray skin. huh Bursts in and says, we're under attack.
1: Here? Alright, I am going to grab my upgraded blade <laughs> and my cloak, yep. and I'm going to wrap that on and go charge- yep. charging out. I ain't got no time to talk to Rotos now, he's just going to have to get his ass kicked. I just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, that's just, there that was so much information. Yeah. I was like, right, I was a dwarf, I was going to say a bunch of stuff, I didn't know where to start. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's fine. Uh, you can just try to absorb that as much as
1: you yeah, can. Yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> so, Okay.
0: You run out and you follow Q and and Rodos down a couple of hallways and they turn right and out in the middle of this garden square, the grass and the foliage has kind of been blasted out from the middle. Huh. And there's like a white, kind of like a a ring or or a, a white circle that is slowly spreading in size.
1: White circle?
0: Yeah. And Q just runs off and he's like, I'll be back with more. He, he, runs, he runs off and you and Rhodos watch as this circle turns into a ring and from your angle you can slightly see on the other side of the ring, it's outside like this garden area is except it's just like a totally different color. Like it's a slightly different time of day in that other, behind that ring or the weather is different. Huh. You see the head of a woman and then you see her shoulders come through what steps through is a sphinx oh and she looks up at the two of you and screams (sighs) okay now that's a good place to take a break (laughs) (laughs) like what's
1: happening (laughs) (laughs) Uh... oh man it's wild it's wild
0: The Sphinx is shorter than uh, a woman that looks like her should be um, because her lower half is a lion. She's got a big tail. She steps out with lion's four paws, like um, her her hands and her whole lower half of her body. Huh. Her wings unfurl from her back as she screams. And she's kind of got like a, she's got long black hair, pretty dark tan skin. She looks at you and Rodos with just this intense hatred, and Rodos looks back at you, and his face is pure shock. His face is white, and he just glances back at you. And she puts a paw up. This swirling magic flies out of her hand at Rodos.
1: Whoa. Um. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. While that swirling is going, because like, because like, I didn't know when I could interject and kind of have like a free action kind of thing. So. Yeah, you could do that. Um, yeah. While she's kind of like doing that scream part, um, I'm going to do the whisper yeah. into my blade to ignite it. Okay. I'm going to start moving to, like behind, like because you said there's pillars, right? Yeah. I'm going to start moving towards like behind one of the pillars as she's attacking towards Roto's.
0: When she throws out the magic, do you do anything, or are you concentrating on running? Well, do you watch her do it, or do you? I'm going to. You know what? If I if I
1: can. Like I don't know if you'll allow me to do this. I wanted to like, like dash, torture, and extend my blade to strike her, in the chest.
0: Okay, so you are gonna you're gonna try to go and attack yeah, her.
1: Yeah, to try to I don't know. St- okay, stunt that attack or something.
0: As you see her throw out her pawn and magic comes out of it, like it's it, you can't help but look at this twisting, weaving magic, and you need to make a wisdom saving throw.
1: Nine, oh, crap. Eleven.
0: You start to bring up your sword, and suddenly you cannot move. You are frozen in place, and all you can do is stare. You're, you can move your eyes, so you can look over, and you look at Rodos, and he's also completely frozen in place. Shit! You do hear some some scuffling way off to your left somewhere, like somebody is coming. Huh? But she runs up toward you guys, toward you both, like a lion running. She swats out first at Rodos. He gets knocked across the chest or her her paws slash out, and he gets knocked to the ground, and she takes a couple of gallops towards you and does the same. What's your AC? Oh, you can't move.
1: Well, if am I paralyzed?
0: You're in you're incapacitated, so yes. Okay. Your speed is zero. <laughs>
1: speed zero. Um I don't think she I think she still goes against my AC. Um, and I, I do have a magical effect on my body, so it would still be a well, to... she just wouldn't be at disadvantage, right? Like, I, my, my, the effect of the uh, okay. Cloak of Displacement would put her at disadvantage, but she'd have advantage because I'm incapacitated. Okay,
0: so she'd roll a regular roll. So she would roll.
1: roll against my... Yeah, she'd roll a regular roll, but it'd still be against the AC.
0: Which is... Your AC is 20. Yeah. No, I mean, I think she hits you, and she just connects with your armor alone. Okay. And you're pushed to the ground, and you can move again.
1: Okay. Good grief.
0: And go ahead and roll uh, initiative.
1: Freaking... Fink's got magic and shit. Why it got to be a wisdom save? Can't be a charisma save. Not wisdom, that's where I suck. Yeah, it's,
0: it's wisdom, save.
1: So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got third. Well, am I just rolling the d20, the normal initiatives? Is it d20 plus?
0: I was going to do the my initiative way, okay. which is roll for what you intend to got do. It. So if you tend to move and attack. Yeah. Well, I
1: have. I'm, if, so I'm, I'm. you said I got knocked. To, I'm on the ground, so I'm prone, right? So I'd have to...
0: Okay um, yeah. so I have to mm-hmm.
1: make a movement action otherwise I stay prone so 6 7
0: eight, nine. I, I think away. with her momentum she would have leapt over you
1: uh-huh
0: and toward the hallway that was behind you
1: got it okay so um I rolled a 9 total so take away my 4 so a 5 for my initiative
0: oh okay Alright, so she acts first. Uh Roto is just kind of slowly getting up. She starts to run to the right down the down the hallway and just like away from where you are. Um and she she makes it about twenty five feet. Got it. What is she after?
1: Is she like going towards something? Okay. Go ahead. So I'm gonna use half my movement uh to get up from being prone. Mm-hmm. She's still invisible range though, right? There's nothing. She's not obscured by anything. Yep. Okay. Um. Shoot. So I
0: can could... in a, in a sec. In her next move, she would be able to turn the corner and head toward where you know the running that you heard came from.
1: Huh. Okay. So here's what I'm gonna do. I am going to. So I use 15 of my movement. I'm standing. I'm gonna move 15 towards her. So mm-hmm. that'll put 10 away from me.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, 10 away from her. My blade is. St- Still extended, so I am going to shoot. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's what I want to
0: do. She's like just out of range. I, w- I would say she's like because you can reach ten feet, mm-hmm. so you're like parallel with her. Yeah.
1: Well, I, my attack. So I don't too- think
0: you can actually do a hit.
1: Oh, I see, what you mean. Okay, I got an idea. I'm going to cast some stun spell on me. All right. Then. I am going to cast hold person on her. Oh, wait, that doesn't work. She's a sphinx. I don't know. She's not. Well, I don't know if hold person would work on her. That's a good. Is she, is she considered a humanoid or is she is she like a beast creature? Because you're, you're calling it a her and this that like, I don't know if that counts. Like if she has a upper body part. That's like a woman. Right. So that's.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or is she like an, um, a monstrosity, which I would take that. That makes sense. I don't. I, I don't think I. I should be able to do it on her. Never mind. Um.
0: Ooh. Um. Well, I. I I'll tell you this. You could try it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna uh, casting frightened. is gonna keep her going in that general direction, isn't it? So I'm gonna try to do command one target. I'm gonna cast command on her. So. I'll reach my hand up, and I'm going to say grovel. She has to make a wisdom save, and if it fails, she falls prone. And her DC is 15.
0: Okay, so you uh, throw your hand out and shout grovel. It's like part of her resists it but can't, and her arms uh, acquiesce and her legs kind of don't. Her Her arms collapse, and her she goes shoulder first and kind of face first into the ground and slides a bit, and you definitely hear a scream. Perfect. As she slides on like concrete. Excellent. And um uh, like you know like smooth tile. Yeah, you, you got her down uh prone. Excellent. But she's already close to the ground and she doesn't doesn't need movement to be unprone
1: got it that's that's all i can do because that takes my action well no hell here's what i'll do then i can use my bonus action so i will use my b- uh- bonus action so with that action uh with my bonus action i'm going to ignite a lightning so i will do thunderous smite added to my blade and that'll be the end of my turn
0: she uh gets up back onto her four legs and Turns at you after she skids, and she like screams out again, uh, and Chill. she looks just furious, <gasps> and she th- throws out her paw again. Make a wisdom saving. Damn throw. it!
1: <laughs> Sixteen on the die, so eighteen.
0: You're, you you uh, you know well enough this time to look away, <laughs> but you can just hear Rhodos like seize up behind you. He he goes. Ugh. You, you just Keep hear the that from roads. behind you. <laughs> oh. As you like, kind of look away, you hear t- her take that opportunity to start running. Okay. And she runs another 25 feet away.
1: Okay, so she's 35 away now. Okay.
0: Um, you hear shouts um, from up ahead as she turns the corner. Okay. And you know that she must be meeting the rest of your compatriots. Got
1: it. That's that's good. If she's 35 away, then I can actually get in the combat range of her. Okay. friggin' Sphinx. I'm going to charge in behind her, coming across the corner, and I'm going to strike at her back.
0: With your blade? Yes, with my blade. Okay, make an attack roll. Okay.
1: 15 on the die, plus 9, so that's a 24 to hit.
0: Yeah, I mean, that hits.
1: 2d6 for the blade itself, 2d6 for the fire Within the blade, 2d6 for thunderous smite. And as the hit strikes, bursting with fire, lightning, necrotic damage is going to burst out as well. As I'm going to pump one degree of menacing smite into that attack.
0: Okay. How how much?
1: I'm going to roll that. And then all this plus six.
0: I'll need you to give me each of the damages separately, Got it. please.
1: So, 16 slashing. Okay. Oh, God. Three fire. Okay. Eleven thunder and ten necrotic.
0: The flashes of light from the magic of your blade go out, um, and you can tell that none of the necrotic damage even touched her, even got close. Got it. You can tell that the lightning dissipated a little bit quicker than normal. Got it. All right. You definitely slash across her back, and you definitely open up a wound that goes between fur and... Uh, skin
1: excellent okay so with the first attack and
0: she she does cry out as you as you hit got it. it
1: all right so from that strike I'm gonna swing the blade around okay go ahead I have a nat 20
0: yeah that's that's a hit
1: Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. five 11 12 so 12 and 12 will be 24
0: plus six so 30 total so you the second hit is harder and meaner. I think you go across the same wound when you do it. You knock her forward with that blow, and she's bleeding quite a bit. Okay. And I think that she turns back around to you, bites out at you, mm-hmm. gets past your armor, and connects with some skin.
1: I'm going to use my reaction. Yeah? And I am going to activate Hellish Rebuke on her.
0: Okay, she didn't make it.
1: So she takes 2d10 fire damage. That'll be 12 fire damage.
0: Yeah, that hurts her a lot. That put her over the edge, but she has sharper teeth than people do, than humans do. Um, And you feel that cut into you, and uh, you will take 14 damage from the bite, and you also feel like a mental residue Mm -hmm. of six psychic damage. Ooh, goodness. After you disconnect, you can see that she is beat. Like, just those two hits that you did, clearly she was underprepared. And you see Exus and Emily run up from behind. They, They come out of a corridor. She screams, and between the two of you, a small white circle appears and starts to grow. And it's directly between you two. And you hear her say,
1: no, no. Can I reactively strike at the Sphinx before anything else happens?
0: How will you do it? Are you going to try to attack it?
1: Yeah, I'm going to strike out Try at it. to attack her? Yeah.
0: Okay, since there's this, like, growing white circle in front of you, mm-hmm. it's really quite bright, and I'm going to give you a disadvantage on the attack.
1: Goof. Okay. Ooh, God. I'm probably. And
0: also... Oh, what the heck? Do you, go just, do you just go straight for her and, like, don't care about the circle? Do you try to go above or below the circle?
1: Um, is this, where's the circle appearing? Is it appearing in like midair and just like expanding out? Yes. I'm going to kind of sidestep a little bit and like, just so like, if she's like, is trying to dive into this, this like, what it seems. No, she,
0: she's like, like, this is all happening very quickly. So you, but you see her start to flinch away from this white circle.
1: I'm still striking at her. Um, so I'm going to move back as well with her, but I'm going to kind of like motion with that attack. Right. So it's like it's opening. She's moving back and I strife with her to strike.
0: So, okay, so let me give you a a better better idea. So you're standing on on one side of the the circle and it's it's vertical between you. Okay, it's flat, but it's like up and down. okay? Okay, so it's like a circle in front of you and it's directly between the two of you.
1: Oh, I see what you mean.
0: And it's and it's white and bright. And you would see the light on her face, and she kind of flinches backward from it. So if you strike, if you sidestep, you can try to attack her from the side of it, Uh. or you could just try to swing your sword straight through or over the top of the circle or under it. Ah. You're going to be, I'm going to say you're going to be a little more likely to hit if you go, if you just go straight through. Okay. Um, but you might not want to do that because you don't know what will happen.
1: See, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. So I'm like, I don't want to touch that circle. So I, I do want to do the sidestep to get at the side to strike. Um, that way I'm not
0: touching okay, that yeah. circle. Yeah, I mean, go <laughs> go ahead and roll with disadvantage. Okay.
1: So I got a my highest on this was a 7 plus my 9. So I got a 16 to hit. That's a hit. And this is with the lightning damage on it. Ten of it is lightning, and then twenty-three slash and fire damage.
0: Uh, when you connect with her, uh, avoiding this white circle, you are you cut up her uh, collarbone and up to her jaw. You see that when you do that with the energy of it, it it knocks her out. Like it, you knocked her unconscious. Oh, good. And as she goes limp from the side of the circle. From not, not from your side of the circle, but from the other side, this arm reaches out and grabs her left hand as she's kind of twisting and falling and pulls. Ooh. As you're swinging and you connected, you also see Exus throwing this black necrotic ball Ooh. right at very close to where you are to that toward the circle. Ooh. You're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way
1: is what the hell are you doing? I, I got a 15. uh, 15 plus 4, so 19.
0: Yeah, that's enough. You see it coming and you jump out of the way. You As you're kind of moving out of the way, you see the white circle. You're kind of moving to see it side on. And you see the Sphinx woman get pulled in and right behind her, this basketball-sized black necrotic ball go into this white portal. Holy crap. And you can see on the other side that she's being pulled downward and the necronic ball goes over her tail and it just kind of goes around her tail, not affecting it. (sighs) And then she's pulled down and the white portal closes up in front of you like an aperture and then shrinks and then disappears in front of you.
1: I like turn back to X... What the hell was that? And how did it get here?